It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Today. Brady or Belichick, who has the better shot at the Super Bowl? The Mavericks will likely be without their star until Christmas Day. Plus, is the 49ers on the line tonight? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Thank you for making Lock On Today your first listen. About a month ago, we were talking about the real possibility that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers could face the New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. Things have started to unravel for the Bucs. So now, is it more probable that Bill Belichick is in the Super Bowl over Tom Brady? Locked On NFL's insider and former Super Bowl champion Isaiah Stambeck joined Locked On's Daniela Bruce. We're going to start with the Buccaneers because... Things are not looking good for them as we round out the regular season. They have a lot of injuries to their lineup. Leonard Fournette, Levante David, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown. And I think I just named every star besides Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski <laughs> on their list. So when you look ahead to Tampa's future, what has to be done? What do they have to do to find success in these last three games? Well, one, one, obviously the main thing, they need to get healthy. Um, as, as you just mentioned, these guys just lost a lot of guys in just this past week alone, uh, starting with Chris Godwin, um, their leading receiver. They lost him to an ACL injury. He's now on IR and out for the remainder of the year, including the playoffs. Um, he was their leading guy with 98 receptions. He was only he was third in the NFL in receptions. He had 1,100 yards, five touchdowns. So they are definitely going to miss his productivity. Um, they lost their starting running back in Leonard Fournette to a hamstring in, uh, injury as well as Mike Evans to a hamstring. Uh, both of those guys seemingly are going to be on a week-to-week basis, um, most likely up to about four weeks or so. Um, so, again, pushing those guys to the playoffs as well. Uh, Levante David, obviously, they're, they're young linebacker. They lost him to a foot sprain. Uh, they're saying that he's going to be out up to four weeks, missing him right there in the middle of their defense. Um, and then they lost their Patrick O'Connor, their leading special teamer. Uh, he's now placed on IR as well with a knee injury. So um, they lost a lot of guys, but they are getting some re- some reinforcements uh, by losing their two top receivers, Mike Evans and and obviously Chris Godwin. They are now getting Antonio Brown back from his suspension as well as Mike Edwards. Both of those guys obviously had the suspension because uh, do it from coach um, due to the vaccination cards. So they're getting both of those guys back, and hopefully they can provide some help going forward. Um, and they also signed Le'Veon Bell, who are now back of Ronald Jones at the running back position until Leonard Fournette is able to get back and healthy. So all in all, a lot of moving parts for these guys right now. Main thing is getting healthy and trying to find a way to push through the remainder of their season. The conversation is going to be about Brady and Belichick right now, Isaiah. Who do you think has the edge in making it all the way to the Super Bowl? 
as great of a job as Bill Belichick has done this year, obviously he should be up for, for coach of the year for what he's done with this roster coming off of last year. Um, these guys are obviously sitting at nine and five. Mac Jones playing really well. You got Matthew Judon and guys that nature that are playing really well defensively. But the strength of schedule really comes into play. And as you look forward to the remaining three games on the, on the schedule, uh, the New England Patriots have a tougher road, um, obviously, to, to continue to secure their spot at the top of the AFC. Right now they're sitting in second place behind the Kansas City Chiefs uh, with the Bills, the Jags, and the Dolphins left on their schedule. Meanwhile, if you tell, go on the flip side, you look over to Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has the Panthers twice. They're both they're sitting at five and nine, and they have the Jets that are three and eleven. That's remaining on their schedule. So even though Tampa Bay has a beat up offense right now and a beat up team, um, they should be able to handle things going through these last three games. And we'll see if they're able to take their leading spot over there in the NFC. That's pretty competitive. Yeah, an interesting matchup between the Patriots and Bills this weekend. That'll be a big one for the division. One last question before we wrap this up, Isaiah. Just give me your key for each of these teams. If they do want to make it to the Super Bowl, what do they have to do? Start with Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is like, like I mentioned earlier, they're going to have to get healthy. Um, they, they need these guys to contribute. Um, obviously, Antonio Brown coming back helps just tremendously with the losses of, of, of Godwin. Um, hopefully they can get Mike Evans healthy again. I think they'll be okay without Leonard Fournette um, with the, uh, with obviously with Jones and, and the addition of Le'Veon Bell, but these guys are going to have to stop turning the ball over. They're not scoring enough points right now um, to, to make up for the turnovers that they're having. And that's giving teams the ability to be in these games with them and obviously shut them out uh, much like the saints did. Um, and as you turn to the, to the Patriots, you know, they have to continue to build on this confidence in Mac Jones and continue this running game. They're doing a heck of a job on the, with the ground game right now. And it's really uh, alleviating a lot of the pressure that would be on our, on a rookie quarterback. Coming up, the Mavericks will likely be without their star on Christmas day. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this off season, look no further than the locked on NFL scouting podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The Colts led the NFL with seven selections for the Pro Bowl as the league announced this year's teams. The Colts had three players selected on offense, running back Jonathan Taylor, center Ryan Kelly, guard Quentin Nelson, and three on defense, tackled DeForest Buckner, linebacker Darius Leonard, and cornerback Kenny Moore the second. Also, they had one on special teams, long snapper Luke Rhodes. The Chiefs and Chargers were next with six selections each, including their quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert each made the squad, Herbert being the starter. That's right, Herbert started over Patrick Mahomes. The Cowboys, 49ers, and Bucks tied for the most in the NFC with five players each. The Cleveland Cavaliers might be a surprise sitting at fourth in the Eastern Conference, but in a battle with the Celtics, where both teams were depleted, it didn't go Cleveland's way. Hey there, John Corrales here after a 111-101 Boston Celtics win over the Cleveland Cavaliers, a battle of COVID-depleted teams 
but the Celtics behind 34 points from Jalen Brown get the job done. Very simply put, a frustrating game in a lot of ways for the Celtics where they would build a big lead and then they would let go and the Cavs would fight back. And then the Celtics would push it back out and the Cavs would fight back. And the Celtics never really had that big charge that put this game away early. You had to wait until the last couple of minutes to get the Joe Johnson, ISO Joe back in the NBA minutes. He hits a bucket. Everybody goes nuts. The garden went crazy for that. Celtics get the win. Uh, nothing that they should be proud of, but just happy to get the win. I'll talk about it on the Lockdown Celtics podcast. So make sure you are subscribed and watch the show on YouTube. A new college football playoff policy written this week in response to the surging Omicron variant allows for a team to advance to the national championship and ultimately win it by its opponents having to forfeit according to an updated set of COVID-19 policies the college football playoff released on Wednesday. The changes, which were made by the playoffs management committee during a video conference Tuesday, also provide flexibility for the January 10th national championship game in Indianapolis to be pushed back no later than January 14th. Texas A&M will not participate in the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl because of COVID-19 issues and season-ending injuries within the program, leaving Wake Forest without an opponent as officials try to find a replacement team. It was announced Wednesday. Jimbo Fisher said, it is unfortunate, but we just don't have enough scholarship players available to field a team. That's what happened last night. Here's what to look for coming up on betonline.ag, your number one spot for all your football action this season. The NBA won't be the only league playing on Christmas. We have NFL action as well. The depleted Cleveland Browns face the Green Bay Packers. The betonline.ag line for this game is Green Bay giving seven and a half. And the Indianapolis Colts look to continue to roll as the Arizona Cardinals look to rebound after an embarrassing loss to the Lions. The bet online that AG line for this game has Arizona giving a point. Then on Sunday, after all the presents are open, there is a monster AFC North battle between the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Bengals. The betonline.ag line for this game is Cincinnati giving three. For all your gambling needs, betonline.ag has you covered. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to get a 50% welcome bonus on that first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code locked on to get that welcome bonus. Here is another story you need to know. Luka Doncic was all set to return for the Dallas Mavericks against the Milwaukee Bucks on Thursday after missing five games with injury. And then, as it seems like we hear every day, a new slew of players. He is now in health and safety protocols. Joining me now from Locked On Mavericks, Nick Angstad and Nick. Uh, Luca and the Mavs are supposed to play on Christmas. It seems like the entire league is dealing with this outbreak. What is next here for the Mavericks? And what are the chances Luca can actually play here coming up on Christmas? Yeah, the chances seem pretty low. I mean, we did have Adam Silver come on you know, ESPN the other day and talk about how we have to start living with the virus and how it's just become endemic, right? It's just become part of our society now and in the world. And But I don't think they're making any big enough moves right now, like, LeBron type comeback from from COVID moves now where it would happen from we're recording this Wednesday night 
to Saturday, you know, three, four days for Luca to be able to come back. And Luca had also missed the last four or five games as well. He had been out for about 13 straight whole days uh, before with an ankle injury as well. So even if he was going to come back from that to come back now from COVID is, is just even another step, step further. It doesn't seem like he's going to be able to play on Christmas and uh, neither will a bunch of other Mavs. It seems like. Yeah. Tim Hardaway, Jr. Maxi Kleber. I mean, uh, Josh Green, Trey Burke, like this is a team already five and five or 15 and 15, excuse me, uh, trying to find that, that juice that they had last year. This seems like just another setback. How big a blow do you think this is going to be for a team that, that felt like they were a real contender in the West? You know what? I'm going to take, I'm going to take a little zag here. This is exactly what the Mavericks and the front office and the ownership kind of wanted (laughs) because it now gives them their excuse, right? It now gives them their, well, we had all these guys in injury. We've already heard them make that a little bit recently. Well, you know, Nico Harrison goes on the broadcast the other day in Minnesota and they talk about how do you evaluate a team like this? You're about 25 games in. How do you evaluate a team like this? And he says, well, you can around Christmas time, but we've had all these injuries. And so it's just going to be another step for that. Now, I say that a little tongue in cheek because Mavs fans have been very frustrated with the lack of change in this Mavericks roster over the last couple of years. It seems like the exact same players trotting out there over the last couple of years and not enough big moves, big swings around Luka besides Porzingis that largely has not worked so well for them. And so this is going to be is is going to become another year like last year where the Mavericks had a bunch of players out for, you know, because of health and safety protocols. They did this last year. And maybe the second half of the season, they pick it up and guys can play. And eventually the whole rest of the NBA can continue to play. And they, you know, run through it. Their offense gets a little bit back together. Guys actually are on the court together. And then it proves, well, we just needed to get healthy and get better. But uh, at this point, it seems like the guys are going to be out and they're going to use this as an excuse. Couldn't this also be the perfect Chris Tapps Porzingis showcase? If I mean, he if he plays, trade him. I was say, it, it would be if he plays. That's the problem right now. He is out with uh, right toe soreness. And so he was going to get his showcase. And I kind of felt that they were holding out Luca for a couple games longer to one, get Luca back healthy. And then also in shape and conditioning, they held him out some, a couple extra games. And I thought, okay, here's some trade. Here's some trade bait like games that you can, you can point to and say, Oh, look at Tim Hardaway Jr. going off in this game for 30. Look at Christoph Porzingis doing this. And then Christoph Porzingis is out uh, for half of a game. And then now he's going to be out for a couple more games with his right toe soreness. It's another injury for Porzingis. And so it would be great to have a showcase of Porzingis right now, but he's just not available, which has become the Christoph Porzingis. It has become the Christoph Porzingis story at this point. Coming up is the 49ers season on the line tonight. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. I had one today. In fact, I had one and a half today because I had one of the new puff flavors, the marshmallow puffs. It, it, they're so good. The coconut puff is unbelievable. And they have these new things called Built Bites. Just a little, you just need a little snack, just a little something to get you through to that next meal or to get you into that workout or, or to come out of a workout. The thing that Built Bar does differently is they make delicious food, delicious bars that you're going to want to eat, but that are still good for you, that are still low in sugar, low in calories, low in net carbs, low in fat, but high in protein and high in fiber. These are protein bars that taste like candy bars, but fill you up and fuel your body in the best way possible. And we all need a little bit of extra fuel this time of year. Uh, we, we all want to taste something delicious. 
this time of year. Why not give your body both? Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Try them for yourselves if you're skeptical. I was, when I first got the ad copy, I was like, no, this can't be. And then I ate them and I became a customer myself. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Agree or disagree? This is the Q of the Day. They are the proverbial team no one wants to play if they make it in the playoffs, but they still have to make it into the playoffs. The San Francisco 49ers come into Thursday night against the Tennessee Titans 8-6. and six. Joining me now from Locked On 49ers, Brian Peacock. And Brian, this is a team that seems to be hitting its stride. What has changed for them since the inconsistencies early in the season? Uh, well, Jimmy G's playing better. He's in shotgun more, which I think is one of the simple answers where it's like, okay, everything's fixed. He likes shotgun better, doesn't like turning his back to defense. Uh, I don't know if it's quite that simple. Um, I think being healthy, I think a lot of playmakers are making plays for him. I think he's not throwing the ball to the other team as often as he was earlier on in the year. But things were just a little clustered, a little convoluted on offense. And and uh, now it's well, because Kyle Shanahan's offense, when it's beautiful, it's this well-orchestrated thing. And guys are running free, and it's so pretty. And then when it's not running well, it's like you've got 13 people in a small elevator. And, and, you know, Jimmy G doesn't spread the field, so everything's condensed. And and right now it's really flowing and really free, and they're complimentary, running the ball here, throwing the ball. Debo Samuel doing both receiving and rushing. So a lot of big plays from their playmakers, and Jimmy Garoppolo has been one of the more efficient quarterbacks in the league. In, fast, in fact, I think since week eight, he's PFF's number one graded quarterback, and he was 28th for the first seven weeks. So that tells you right there uh, the main difference and I think on the defensive side of the ball, D'Amico Ryan's, you know, first time play caller and defensive coordinator. I think he's hitting his stride and uh, stock is definitely up for D'Amico Ryan's. And, and some of the problems early on in games, it would be offense not holding its weight or, or maybe the defense not carrying its weight the next week. And then the defense has really started to um, to clamp things down despite some depth in the secondary and the front sevens playing at a high level right now. The 49ers have the Titans on Thursday. Then they have the Texans, and then they have the Rams. They're eight and six. There are three teams in the NFC at seven and seven, the Vikings, the Eagles, and the Saints. Does that make this Thursday night game against the Titans a, a must win for San Francisco? I don't think it's a must win. The 49ers hold tiebreakers against the Vikings and the Eagles. I'm not even going to count the Falcons because they shouldn't even have six wins in the first place. They're not a good team and they're not going to be there in the end. But the other three teams are legit contenders and they're right there behind the 49ers. They would have to win out and uh and or have a tiebreaker against the 49ers. So I think it's just very unlikely right now that the 49ers don't go. I think they need one more win. This is a tough one on the road against a, a, a decent team that, albeit, is banged up right now. And I think this is a good time to play the Titans. But road game, short week, usually not good results there. But luckily for the 49ers, they have the Texans the next next week. I think nine wins gets you in. And if you can't beat the Texans, I don't think you deserve to be a playoff game or playoff team anyway. So the Titans game's important, uh, but really it's okay because they've got long rest, get to play the Texans. If they lose that, then they're in trouble and they play the Rams in week 18, who, who knows, uh, maybe resting their starters, but I think they're going to be playing for the NFC West title at that point. And finally, while many NFL teams are dealing with COVID-19 outbreaks across their rosters, the Bengals have stayed relatively healthy. Joe Burrow spoke on his theory as to why they've been able to escape a large outbreak. Fortunately, there's not a ton to do in Cincinnati, so it's not, you know, nobody's going out to clubs and bars and getting COVID every weekend. 
Um, but we, we're, we've been healthy and you know, we're doing a great job with our COVID protocols. Fortunately, there's not a ton to do in Cincinnati, so it's not, you know, nobody's going out to clubs and bars and getting COVID every weekend. It makes sense then that the Packers have mostly been able to avoid an outbreak of their own. We're going to knock on wood right now. Thanks for making Lockdown Today your first listen of the day. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Make your second listen Locked on Bets. Download and subscribe free and available on all platforms. Coming up Friday, the NBA gets ready for Christmas Day. At least whoever can play. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on today. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.